Shrizis Yantif, Chapter 5. Halacha 1. Even though the Torah allows carrying on Yantif, a person should still not carry heavy loads in the same fashion as he does during the week. He should change from his usual practice. If it is not possible to depart entirely from the standard weekday practice, then it is otherwise permissible. So if one normally carries heavy loads in one fashion, he should carry them in a different fashion on the Yantif, if possible. Halacha 2. For example, if a person normally carries something on a stick, he should instead carry it on his back. Something that's normally carried on one's back should be carried on their shoulder. However, it is always impermissible to use an animal to carry the load on Yantif. Halacha 3. A person may not direct animals with a stick. A blind person shouldn't go out with a cane. A shepherd shouldn't carry his pack on Yantif, because these are all weekday things. Halacha 4. We also should avoid behaviors that appear to be weekday behaviors. So, for example, a person is not allowed to move the ladder that he has at his dovecote to another dovecote because it appears as though he's going to use the ladder to make repairs, perhaps on his roof. Halacha 5, someone that's drying fruit on his roof should not move the fruit from one roof to another or lower it on a rope because this is a weekday activity. Similarly, if someone slaughters an animal out in the field, he should not carry it through the city on a pole because that appears to be a weekday activity. Halacha 6. It is permitted to send things to other people on Yantif, even if those things are truly useful on Chol, because it increases people's simcha on Yantif to receive things. However, this leniency does not apply to something whose only purpose would be impermissible on Yantif. That is, if the only way to benefit from the item is to perform a task that is not permissible on Yantif. Halacha 7. For example, one cannot send grain that has to be ground on Yantif, because one cannot grind the grain on Yantif. But raw legumes one can send because those can be cooked on Yantif. Halacha 8, however, when sending things to people even in a mutter fashion, one should not send them using a procession, meaning several people all walking in a row, because this appears like the items are being brought to the market to be sold. Halacha 9, when someone made an Erev Tchum, that Erev Tchum applies not only to him but also to his property, including his animals. Halacha 10, and if someone acquires ownerless items, then he may not take them beyond the tchum. But things that are owned by non-Jews can only go 2,000 amas from the place where they started Yantif on Yantif. If someone took their items outside of the tchum and then brought them back in the tchum, they can be moved about the tchum as if they hadn't been taken out. Halacha 11, someone that gives an animal to his son, the animal follows him in terms of the tchum, but he gives an animal to a shepherd, the animal follows a shepherd in terms of the tchum. Halacha 12, in general, someone that invites people to their home for yantif, if he gives them food, the food follows the host in terms of the tchum, so it shouldn't be taken 2,000 amas from the host or the city limits if he's in a city. Halacha 13. If a person's produce are in a different city from him when yantif began, the produce follows the same rule as him. So if he did not establish an eruv, the food cannot be brought to him, if it's more than 2,000 amas. And this is true even if the people in the city where the food is being stored did establish an eruv. Halacha 14, if there's a well owned by one person, then the well water follows that person in terms of the tchum. So if he did not place an eruv, then the water cannot be taken 2,000 amas away from him or the city limits. If there's a spring, even if the water travels from outside of the tchum into the spring on Shabbos or Yantif, that does not affect whether people are allowed to take the water. Halacha 15. Oxen owned by herders follow the town in which the herder lives in terms of the tchum, but if someone buys them before Yantif, they follow the person who buys them. Halacha 16. In terms of the tchum, a kol follows the owners, but a flame follows whoever is carrying it. Halacha 17. If a person discusses borrowing a tool from someone else on Yantif, then in terms of the tchum, the tool follows the borrower, even if the borrower doesn't pick it up until yantif. But if the borrowing happens on yantif, then the tool follows the owner. Halacha 18. 
If someone makes out to loan something to two different people prior to Yantif, the item follows both of them. That is, neither can bring the item to a place where the other person wouldn't be permitted to go. Halacha 19 offers examples of this principle, but we will skip it due to its length. Halacha 20, if someone borrows water or salt from another person on Yantif, the water and salt follows both people in terms of the tchum. An animal owned in partnership by two people follows both people in terms of the tchum. However, for a jug of wine, if two people own it in partnership, they can split up the contents on Yantif, and whichever wine each individual takes would follow that individual in terms of the tchum. This is based on the concept of Breira, which we have discussed before.